Hey everyone, my name is Nick Straw. And I'm Jennifer Straw. Thank you everyone for tuning in today uh, to our first Fellowship Sunday. I'm excited. We this need is, it. This is our first ever podcast together, so please be patient with us as we learn how to do this and hopefully get better at it. And we'll have fun and learn something together too. So there's a lot going on in the world right now. Uh, the fear of COVID, uh, shelter in place, all the fires going on in Northern California, uh, social injustice and racism, financial instability, fear of that in the future, uh, wondering when all this is going to end, when it's going to get better. Will it ever? These things have led me to be more anxious, more worried, and, and not knowing what to do. Uh, in a time where we just feel more isolated, I know I do, um, where we as a nation and as a community can feel more divided, uh, we need friendships more than ever. And that's what we want to talk about today. So this is why we have titled our today's episode, What About Your Friends? What About Your Friends? I'd incorporate a little 90s hip-hop into this podcast. I know we hear a lot about, you know, Bruce Springsteen or other artists, but, you know, got to bring some 90s hip-hop into the little, musical education here. A little bit of TLC. Um, we hope that today uh, we can all walk away with a deeper understanding and appreciation of the power of close friendship and how to find it. Uh, a few uh, a few weeks ago, I was driving in, in our in our car with the two kids in the back, and you know I'm going I'm pulling on to Central Expressway and walking across the street. I see David Myers, so I screech to a halt. I roll down my window in, in the in the middle of uh, of a uh, getting on the Central Expressway, and I yell, David, what's up? And um, he was like, who the he- who is this guy? Because it was a random car stopped right in front of him when he was trying to cross the street. And, uh, and I scared him a little bit and we both kind of laughed and, and it was good to see him and then, then I drove home. But I, it helped me realize that I really need friends and a personal connection when I'm stopping mm-hmm. in the middle of the street to yell at a guy <laughs> I haven't seen in a while and shout out to David out there. But it reminds me that fellowship refreshes us and that's our first point, fellowship refreshes us. In Romans 15, 32 in the TPT, it reads, Then he will send me to you with great joy in the pleasure of God's will, and I will be spiritually refreshed by your fellowship. There's something special to me, anyways, I think to everyone, about being together uh, physically. And and this scripture, you know, kind of talks about the great joy of being sent to see somebody to be spiritually refreshed. And I remember in June actually going into work physically for the first time, and I can honestly say I've never been so excited, one, to see a building um, that I've seen hundreds of times before, but to be able to see coworkers in person. Um, I remember seeing Taj at the grocery store from a distance and you know, with the distance and the mask, I was like, wait, is that Taj? I'm pretty sure that's Taj. I really want to run up to her, but then what if I'm wrong? Uh, but so excited to see, to see somebody at the grocery store that I hadn't seen in such a long time. Uh, I remember seeing Priscilla downtown Sunnyvale unexpectedly and every instinct is, you just want to give people a hug. I wanted to hug Taj. I wanted to hug Priscilla and you know, can't really do that quite yet, but just so excited to be able to see people. Um, I got overly excited and, and, and ambitious and actually started waving at somebody and saying hi. And as I crossed the street, realized it actually wasn't Audrey Spawn. Um, but hopefully that person felt a little bit of love at that time. But excitement just from seeing people. And God really says it really refreshes us to be physically together. Um, and it helps us spiritually. That's right. And you, if you're like me, 
oftentimes you're smiling at people, but you have your mask on, <laughs> but you're just happy to see them in person. Um, what this scripture talks about is being refreshed by the fellowship. And this is often the opposite of my instincts. For me, when I'm feeling uh, sadness, stress, frustration, my instinct isn't I need a friend. Uh, that's exactly what I need, but that's not my instinct. It's I need to complete the task ahead of me, so then I'll be calm. It's uh, when I'm stressed, I, I turn to food, thinking of the quesadilla tacos down the street and when I'm going to eat them later and if should I walk there or drive there. Um, I put on a few pounds uh, over the, over this pandemic. Um, or it's it's all of a sudden I'm watching a bunch of basketball highlights. Um, when that's going on, you know I'm feeling something. Uh, but we all try to cope in different ways. God gives us a better way. He gives us our relationship with him as a, as a close relationship that we can bond and, be, and get refreshment from. But this scripture teaches us that he also gives us fellowship. The fellowship mm-hmm. is meant to refresh us. Mm-hmm. He gives us that. And another scripture I'll just reference, Proverbs 11.25 says, A generous person will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. That's the opposite of my instincts, but that's exactly what happens. When we give to others, that's when refreshment comes. And science backs up what God says too. Yeah, I did a little research because I love it whenever science backs up God, as though science discovered it. Um, But uh, the Mayo Clinic says that friendship actually increases our sense of belonging and purpose. It adds to happiness and and reduces stress. Uh, It encourages us to to change or avoid unhealthy lifestyle habits. Uh, It says that friends play a significant role in promoting physical health, that it actually can reduce things like depression and high blood pressure. Uh, It also found that those of us that have great friends, we actually live longer. In an NPR uh, interview, um, an article just from uh, a couple months ago during the pandemic, NPR's Ari Shapiro talks with a science journalist, Lydia Denworth, who's also author of uh, Friendship, the Evolution, Biology, and Extraordinary Power of Life's Fundamental Bond, okay, talking about friendship. And they talk about the biological effects of friendship and why friends are so important to well-being, especially during the pandemic. So Jen and I are going to do a little reader's theater where I will play the role of the interviewer, interviewer, Ari. And Jen will play the role of the the interviewee, the interviewee, Lydia. Okay, so uh, here we go. Okay, okay. But in our present day, how do friendships improve our mental health, physical well-being, and on a measurable scale? So it increases your longevity and your well, but more than that, it affects well friendship, your level of social integration. So either how. Hmm. So either how connected you are or how isolated you are affects cardiovascular functioning, immune system functioning, cognitive health, mental health, and even the rate at which your cells age. It doesn't matter whether we're sharing the same air or seeing each other's faces on FaceTime or Zoom or some other app. It does make a difference. So face-to-face interactions trigger more activity in the brain regions that are linked to social cognition and reward than other ways of connecting do. So eye contact really activates our communication circuits. But that said, you can still get lots of benefits from virtual communication because hearing the voice of someone you care about can reduce your stress levels. And Zoom video conference can make you feel connected and bonded. And that releases oxytocin, which makes us feel good. 
And even just like a text from a friend that makes you laugh is going to trigger endorphins, which also have a sort of positive effect on your health. Okay, so that concludes the interview. <laughs> a little funny uh, doing a fake interview, but um, I think it's it's really important that realize that, man, God's word is very, very true. Mm-hmm. So how do we get these friendships that refresh and alter our emotional, physical, and spiritual health? The Bible has the answer to that too. And the Bible talks about how honesty creates meaningful friendship and fellowship. In 1 John 1, verses 5 through 7. This is the uh, Living Bible Translation. It says, This is the message God has given us to pass on to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So if we say we are his friends, but go on living in spiritual darkness and sin, we are lying. But if we are living in the light of God's presence, doesn't that just sound nice? Living in the light of God's presence. Just as Christ does, then we have wonderful fellowship and joy with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from every sin. Now, I know for me personally, honesty is not necessarily what I would consider a strength, um, whether that's honesty in my prayers and times with God. I, um, I don't always like diving into thoughts or feelings that I, I find uncomfortable. And those times, sometimes honestly, can be even, you know, dreams. It's uncomfortable sometimes to dream because I, I get afraid of when if I don't meet those dreams. Um, and honesty is hard and I can end up actually wasting my time in my prayers or in my interactions with other people because I, I'm not honest. I end up just talking for a long time, but never really getting to what I'm really needing or what I'm really feeling. And um, as somebody, I, I also struggle with, um, with depression and, um, I, I, you know, so I go to therapy, I have therapists as I, as I deal with that. And I've definitely had times where I'm like, I just wasted $165 in that therapy session. Cause I didn't say anything of, of substance. Um, and, and there are also times where I can do that. And, you know, in our church, we have times called uh, discipleship times where we meet together and try to help each other spiritually. And, and when I'm not honest, um, I might, you know, quote, get out of, you know, getting corrected or challenged, um, but I end up leaving feeling unhelped. And, and that's not to the fault of anybody who may be trying to help me. It really is because I am unhonest. I'm dishonest, that's the actual word. Um, and and um, it's, it's something I have to grow in. I don't, I don't like talking about how insecure I can feel, how sad I can feel whenever a friendship is distant or yeah. how, um, how I respond, can respond with, I feel sad, now I'm just angry. Um, I don't like to share vulnerably those things. I don't like to share about how if, you know, somebody had a critical thought, how that might affect me or um, how I can perseverate on a, on a weakness or a failure. Um, it just doesn't feel good. Um, but it really impacts my closeness to people and, and I don't allow people in. And um, it's really funny, I always feel like people tell me they feel the closest to me after I cry, which is kind of be a little annoying sometimes. Um, but it's true, you know, I feel bonded too and people are honest about what they need and I'm allowed to help and really um, feel needed in their life. Um, and, and God really says here that if we're gonna be in His light, and in his presence that requires us to be honest but that we actually get such amazing rewards when we are friendship and joy with each other yeah honesty is hard for me uh as well uh the truth is i'm really emotional and i don't like it i'm afraid to let down with people because i'm afraid of not being liked or loved back afraid of rejection um it's easier for me to want to try and accomplish things to be accepted uh, for the things that i accomplish Uh, The problem with that is it never brings closeness that I really need and and want. 
um, I could, this affects my relationship with God as well. Like, and I like how the, in the beginning it talks about how God is light. Like the only way to actually be close mm-hmm. to God is completely honest with him. And that's a big struggle for me as well. Like to let down with God, to be completely humble and vulnerable um, and honest about what I feel, uh, I, my fear, my anxiety, my own insecurities, uh, my unbelief, my doubt, um, the times I'm frustrated and sad or feel alone. Like, I don't like letting down with that. Mm-hmm. And, but the cool thing is when I let down with God about those things, I'm much more courageous to let down with Jen about it <laughs> and my friends. Yeah. Um, and God tells us if, if we want to be close to him, we got to walk in the light with him. And it's the same with people. Uh, I was arguing actually with a friend the other day and we said some hurtful things to each other. Um, when we talked the next day, I realized that there was a lot I had going on in my life that I wasn't sharing. I wasn't being honest about. And uh, when I was honest about about that, and he was honest about his life as well, it brought closeness. I just felt closer. And that's how it's supposed to be with God, and that's how it's supposed to be with one another. Um, Jesus never held back the truth, and he has a great example here. In Hebrews 5, 7, it says that um, he made his appeal with sincere cries and tears. He prayed to God who could save him from death. God answered Jesus because he truly honored God. Mm. Jesus has an example of not holding back at all with God. And he didn't hold back with people. Um, That's how we should be in our relationships. And when we do that, we don't hold back. Um, We value those friends. We're not asking questions like, what about your friends? No, no. (laughs) Like our friends are right there with us because we're allowing them to be in our lives and uh, and we're closer. Yeah, get that refreshment. I think the last scripture really sums up what we've been talking about. Fellowship brings joy. Proverbs 27, 9 in the TPT reads, Sweet friendships refresh the soul and awaken our hearts with joy. For good friends are like the anointing oil that yields the fragrant incense of God's presence. God puts good friends in our lives. They not only point us to him, but help us enjoy life as we go through it together. It's tough right now. Life is tough. But God gives us one another to go through it together. And that's what Fellowship Sunday is really all about. Um, And we need to follow Jesus' example Mm -hmm. in being vulnerable. He died Mm -hmm. for us, didn't hold back anything. And as a result, we can have the courage to not hold back anything with anybody else. Today, let's be honest, be refreshed, enjoy God, and enjoy our friends. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time.